Good morning. Today is Friday, December 2nd, 2022. We have gone through an unprecedented period of time with COVID where activities that are essential to us, dear to us, we could not do. And one of those was the mitzvah of Bikr Cholim, of visiting people who were sick. For much of the time during COVID, we could not visit. Often, we could not even speak by phone. And we saw the disastrous results on people's well-being and even in their health. Now that that is Baruch Hashem, thank God, hopefully behind us, we need to renew our efforts in this wonderful mitzvah of Bikr Cholim and allow me to share with you some sources and insights from an essay by Rabbi Yosef Rimon. There's a passage in the Talmud, Masech the Nadarim, there was a story concerning one of the students of Rabbi Akiva. Rabbi Akiva was the greatest scholar at the time. And this student of Rabbi Akiva got sick. For whatever reason, nobody came to visit him. So finally, Rabbi Akiva went to visit him. And because what Rabbi Akiva did when he reached this person's home who was sick, he swept the floor, he cleaned up the room. This man lived. And the student said to Rabbi Akiva, Rabbi, you have brought me back to life. You have given me life just through your visit. From that experience, Yatza Rabbi Kiva Vadorish, Rabbi Kiva left and he went back to the academy and he expounded on this issue and he said to all of his students, a person who does not visit someone who is sick, it's hard even to say those words. It's as if you spilled their blood. Because by visiting someone who's sick, you have the possibility to make them better. And if you do not do so, you are, in certain sense, a cause of their deterioration. When Rabdimi came along, and addressed the same subject. Omar, he said, A person who visits someone who is sick helps the person live, helps the person recover, get better. And a person who does not visit someone who is sick. Who is not praying for this person that he should get better. He's not praying either way. So the Ramban, one of the classic medieval commentators on the Talmud, explains that we learn that there are three components 
to the mitzvah of visiting the sick that we learn from this story. The first component, or the first goal, is to come to the person who is sick and do for them whatever is necessary to do for them. To bring them a drink of water, to make them some food, to clean the room, to help them be more comfortable in bed. The physical attendance to their needs through the actions of whatever whatever it would be. If it's sweeping the floor, if it's cleaning it up, if it's emptying out the garbage, that's a component of the mitzvah bikacholim. It seems kind of strange. Rabbi Akiva, the great Rabbi Akiva, came to visit his student and he swept the floor? How does sweeping the floor make the person better? What you see from here is that the visit must be what is welcome by the person who is sick. And whatever that is being done is something that is welcome and helpful to the person who is sick. That helps the person get better, whatever it is, as menial as it may be. And from here we learn, by extension, and this is such an important lesson for all of us to remember, that when we visit someone who is sick, it's not about us, it's about them. That means we need to check when we go to visit someone. Is this a good time? Are you up to a visit? Perhaps a person's tired. Perhaps a person wants to rest. A person has to always be sensitive what is helpful to the person. Not that I need to fulfill the mitzvah, so I have to come in and visit. What does the patient need? And that also means to be sensitive about how long we stay. Sometimes a person might come to visit, come in, say hello, and go out. And maybe the person wished you would have sat down for a minute and talked for a minute. And other times, a person goes in to visit someone who is sick and sits down with a long conversation. And the truth is, the patient is really not up to it. They're falling asleep. They're in pain. We need to be tremendously sensitive to make sure that whatever we are doing is helping the person who is sick, not satisfying our own needs. So that's purpose number one, goal number one, to provide actual physical service that helps the patient. Number two, the second goal is to raise the spirits of the person who is sick. To make them feel better emotionally. Because we know so clearly that emotional health is connected to physical health. So if there's a way to tell a story, or to sing a song, 
or to say something, an appropriate joke, appropriate of course, that lifts the spirits of the person who is sick, that's a tremendously important mitzvah. And that's part of this, to make the person feel better emotionally and thereby lift their physical health as well. I remember many years ago, it was about 15 years ago, I was sick, I had meningitis, and I was in the Jewish General Hospital. And the main symptom that I had was a terrible, terrible headache. It was the worst headache I'd ever had in my life. That's the main symptom of meningitis. And I was miserable. And I was bored. And one day I was walking the hall in a lot of pain. And I saw, it's a Jewish general, I saw a man who recognized me. And he asked me, what's wrong? I said, I had meningitis. He said, how do you feel? I said, I feel like I have the worst headache I've ever had in my life. He said, you mean it feels like one of your congregants is sitting on your head? (laughs) I said, that's exactly what it feels like. And that was the only time I laughed during that illness. There's a great novel. If you have not read it, I recommend it highly. The novel is Cutting for Stone. And part of the novel is a scene where there is an oral exam for a medical student to become a doctor. And so the the older doctors say to this candidate, tell us, please, what treatment in an emergency is administered by ear? And very often the candidate would not get it. The answer that they were looking for is words of comfort. That can be as helpful as a physical intervention, a medical intervention. So that's the second goal or component of this mitzvah, to raise the spirit of the person who's there. And the third is to pray for them. We have the ability through prayer to ask God that he should heal this person. Of course, we don't know what the response will be, but that's something that we can do. And this is specifically when we go to visit. Yes, it's very nice to pray for the person wherever we are. But when we go to visit a person who is sick and we see them in their actual milieu, the pain and the suffering they're going through is much more real to us. It's in front of our eyes. And it is then that our prayer to God for the person's recovery is all the more meaningful. So those are three elements. We should go to visit someone in person in order to be able to do the physical tasks that could help the person to lift their spirits and to pray in their presence, to pray for their recovery. 
what happens in a situation where you're not able to fulfill all three of these components. Let's say, for example, you visit someone who's at home, but their family is taking care of them. They don't need the floor swept. They don't need food cooked for them. That's already taken care of. There is still a mitzvah to visit them for the other components. All three of the components are independent. You can still lift their spirits. You can still pray for them. So you should do that. Even if not all three can be fulfilled, whichever ones can be fulfilled should be fulfilled. What if a person is not able to visit in person? Does it help? Does it fulfill the mitzvah bikrocholim if a person calls on the telephone or uses Zoom or FaceTime? Well, first of all, it is possible to fulfill all of those three goals even by phone. You can ask a person, do you need anything? Do you need some food? Do you need some clothing? You need someone to come over? You can ask that question. You can still raise their spirits and try to make them happier, to tell them a story, to discuss something interesting with them. And, of course, you can pray for them. You can pray for them wherever you are. However, Moshe Feinstein says, that this is only if it is impossible to visit in person. If it's impossible to visit in person, so it's impossible to fulfill the mitzvah in its ideal sense, you can at least fulfill it in its less ideal sense because if it is possible to visit in person, all three of those components are more meaningful if they're done in person. To be in the room with the patient, you see what they need. To be sitting next to the person in person, you can raise their spirits in a much more effective manner than if it's only virtually or by phone. And certainly for prayer, when we are literally sitting in the presence and we see the person, how they're suffering, what they're feeling, our prayers can be much more meaningful. So Rav Moshe says, if it's impossible, at least do it by phone. It's not as complete as doing it in person. But if it is possible to do it in person, that's the ideal. To be able to fulfill all three of these components in the ideal form, in the complete form. After having been prevented from fulfilling this mitzvah for so long, it behooves us to pay it extra attention and to fulfill it as often and as fully as we possibly can. My friends, I want to wish you a great day and a beautiful Shabbos. And I look forward to seeing you soon in person.